this week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we wrap up our adventure in Acts with shipwreck, events on Malta, Paul arrives in Rome, and Paul preaches the gospel in Rome, and then we dive back into Genesis with genealogy of Seth. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or on your favorite podcast provider. Christians, if you want to protect your children from this, you need to develop right now a pretty healthy understanding of civil disobedience. You cannot be a soft presence here in Sodom and expect your children to be okay. We have seen this huge increase in pet ownership in our country. And I think some of it is this desire for women to continue to mother someone or something. And pets have become really a surrogate to that because of the fact that we've decided that children are not the best way in which we ought to live our lives as women and mothers anymore. Read through the whole New Testament and all the explicit passages about baptism. And if you just, I think, ask that pretty basic question of who's doing the work in this passage? Is it man or is it God? Universally, it's it's God doing the work. It's something that's happening to you. Our defense is the strength of God's word, the testimony of God's spirit in our hearts through that word, through his sacraments. In all these ways, God is preserving us in the faith and defending us against all of these snares. Lutherans at the Old Latin School in Lutherstadt-Wittenberg, Love, Issues, Etc. The prophet Elisha knows that his master, Elijah, is getting ready to depart. Everyone they meet tells him this. He says, remain silent. Then he does not desire to be parted from Elijah. He asks Elijah for a double portion of the spirit that inhabited him. And when Elijah is taken up, separated from Elisha by fiery chariots and horsemen, he receives that spirit. And then he performs the same miracle that Elijah had performed, the crossing of the Jordan on dry land. What does all that mean? Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc. Coming to you live from the studios of Lutheran Public Radio in Collinsville, Illinois. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. We'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on Elijah taken into heaven in 2 Kings chapter 2. Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel will be our guest. We will review the movie The Exorcist Believer with Pastor Ted Geese, and then we'll spend some time in our series Paths to Lutheranism during this Issues Etc. Reformation Week on this Reformation Day. Jordan Sakmalis will talk about an unusual journey, a resident of Greece, but not Orthodox. He came from evangelicalism. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. What is the purpose of God taking Elijah into heaven without having him experience death? That occurred for only two human beings since the fall of Adam and Eve into sin besides Jesus. The one was Elijah, and the other was Enoch. They're the only two people who were taken into heaven without dying. And it shows God's authority and his great almightiness that he is able to bring people even into heaven 
without going through death. Now, Jesus went through death, but Elijah and Enoch did not. And the purpose was to show that God is the one in charge of our lives, and he decides how we get to heaven. And in those two cases, there was no death. In the cases of everyone else, except on the day of judgment, where they still may be living, then death is not necessary. Why did Elisha refuse to leave Elijah as he traveled about before his departure? It's kind of like I had a wonderful co-pastor, Peter Kurowski, and we were pastors together, and we loved going to circuit meetings or Bible studies, this kind of thing. We had a lot of conversations, and so if Pastor Krowski had a project, which he did in writing books. I would help to publish them, and he would do likewise with mine. In other words, they were dear friends, and Elisha definitely wanted to follow Elijah as being the prophet because he knew that Elijah was going to be taken away from him as did some of the young people who were like seminarians. Who were these sons of the prophets that they keep encountering as they're traveling about? Yes, that kind of is a way of saying those who are learning to understand God's will and to teach it and preach it. They would be kind of like, today's seminarians. They were being educated, and they loved Elijah, listened to him, and later on to Elisha as the ones they were to follow. And therefore, they also had come to know that Elijah was going to be taken away, so they were told to keep silent. Why were they told to keep silent? Because that was a private revelation from God and not necessarily for the people. Can you imagine Jesus told his disciples he was going to be taken away? They didn't even want to believe it. In fact, later on, after Elijah was taken away into heaven, 50 other seminarians went looking for him. And they looked for three days, thinking he was still on earth. So they had great trouble in believing what they had heard that he would be taken away by God. Elijah used his cloak to part the Jordan. What is that miracle about? That miracle reminds us of Moses and his parting of the Red Sea. Of course, he did not use his cloak. He used his staff that God told him to use. And that, for a while, was part of the Ark of the Covenant. And it therefore indicated who 
saved the Israelites from the pursuing Egyptians. It was God. And the Bible throughout all of its writings shows that salvation belongs to God because salvation is his righteousness, which he now parts to us through faith in Jesus Christ. So we are not saved by deciding to have faith. We are saved by being granted faith from God. And this parting of the Jordan also took place, of course, when the people went into the land of Canaan. And it's also going to again take place when Elisha returns from seeing Elijah taken into heaven, and he has Elijah's coat, and he puts it over the waters, and the waters separate for him to cross over the river. So again, it shows God is with those he calls to be his preachers and teachers. He's with us as pastors because when we baptize a child or an adult, they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, not by our authority and power, but by God's power. He simply uses our voices and water or in the Lord's Supper, bread and wine to concoct this miracle that we have today in allowing people to understand that they are with the communion of saints also in heaven. What does it mean that Elisha asked for a double portion of the Spirit? Well, in that day, a double portion reminds us that when a father died, the oldest son, who would be heir, would receive double the amount of inheritance as the other sons. So Elijah wanted to be twice the prophet Elijah had been. And that's why he requested from Elijah, and therefore from God, that he would have a double portion of his spirit. Now, Elijah replied, well, you've asked a hard thing, but if you see me as I am being taken away from you, it shall be so for you. But if you do not see me, it shall not be so. And so, it depended on whether God was going to permit Elisha to see Elijah taken away. Tell us about Elijah's ascent into heaven. Well, after Elijah had told that to Elisha, they were going on, and all of a sudden, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Now, one of the 
interesting things that enduring faith teaches the teachers to do for their Sunday school children is to show what a tornado looks like in a bottle. All you need to do is get spinning water and it looks like a whirlwind described in this part of scripture, just like a tornado. And that's how Elijah is said to have gone up into heaven in this fire. And when Elijah saw it, he cried out, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And Elisha saw Elijah no more. So how did Elisha react when he saw Elisha taken away? Well, he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. That's kind of symbolic of what priests would do. Remember, the high priest tore his clothes when Jesus gave the impression that he was God. That was blasphemy from the high priest's point of view, not from Jesus' point of view, and tore his clothes. So that was kind of a symbol of great grief over something that shouldn't be being done. When Elijah took his clothes and tore them, he realized that he was now going to be receiving a double portion of Elijah's spirit. So he took up the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from Elijah when he went up to heaven. And he went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest, host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson today, Elijah taken into heaven in 2 Kings chapter 2. We'll get to what happens with Elisha after Elijah departs next. It was Jesus Christ our Lord. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Martin Luther on mental health, practical advice for Christians today is the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for October. It's written by Lutheran layman Dr. Stephen Saunders, professor of psychology at Marquette University. Martin Luther on mental health is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040, or learn more at issuesetc.org. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for October, Martin Luther on Mental Health. You are personally invited to join Lutherans for Life and Why for Life in celebrating the theme, Just As I Am, January 14th through the 20th during Life Week 2024. Each theme day will explore a distinct aspect of life ministry through local activities, online educational events, interviews, and more. Find out more at lutheransforlife.org. Lutherans for Life, equipping Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. lutheransforlife.org. Sanctifying your housework with the Word of God. You're listening to Issues Etc. God's peace be with you from the beautiful Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Kingsford, Michigan 
invites you to include us in your travels to the Northwoods. As you enjoy the beauty of God's creation, we're here to deliver to you the unsurpassed beauty of God's gifts of word and sacrament, where Jesus Christ is found for our forgiveness, life, and salvation. To learn more about us, search us on Facebook or visit ourredeemerkingsford.org. Confessional Lutherans are invited to rent a four-bedroom, three-bathroom Table Rock lakefront home in the Ozarks. Table Rock Lake is a premier lake in the heart of the Ozarks for boating, water sports, and fishing. This log cabin-style rental sleeps 12 and is 30 minutes from Branson and 20 minutes from Silver Dollar City. Learn more by calling Swanson Estates, 713-855-2681. Be sure to mention Issues Etc., 713-855-2681. Luther Academy is hosting a conference this week in Wittenberg, Germany, birthplace of the Lutheran Reformation. Luther Academy serves Lutheran pastors to the ends of the earth. Find out about this faithfully Lutheran worldwide mission outreach at lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel on Elijah taken into heaven in 2 Kings chapter 2. Tom, after Elijah departs, Elisha is able to part the Jordan River like Elijah had done. What does that signify? That signifies that he indeed was the successor to Elijah. For example, at one of the churches I'm at, after 10 pastors have said no, the 11th pastor has consented to come, and he'll be coming in December. And there will be a service of what we call installation, where other pastors will be there and give a blessing over this pastor. And that blessing Elisha received in receiving the cloak of Elijah. And when he went to the Jordan, he struck the water and the water was parted to the one side and to the other. After Elijah had asked, where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? So this showed very clearly the importance of Elisha being the successor to Elijah. How does God give the Sunday school children the Holy Spirit today? Today, he gives them also the Holy Spirit through water. Parents will bring the children to baptism. And that is a holy rite. It's called a sacrament, which means a holy deed done by God. Even though the pastor is saying the words, the power is of God, who not only gives the Holy Spirit to the child, but also gives the gift of faith, which results in receiving the gift of the forgiveness of sins. And so a child grows up not knowing that he was baptized, perhaps, but being told he was and explained to him. It's kind of like 
the seminarians came up to Elijah afterwards and they said, we are your servants, 50 strong men. Let us go and seek your master. It may be that the spirit of the Lord has caught him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And at first Elisha said, you shall not go. But they urged him until he said, okay, you may be sent. Therefore, 50 men went out for three days and sought Elijah, but did not find him. And they came back to Elisha, and he was staying at Jericho. And Elisha said, did not say to you, do not go? Now, there's something very interesting. We've been talking about Elijah now for the third week. And in each of the stories that are true, miracles are occurring all the time. The first week, Elijah was fed by birds that normally do not bring food to human beings, but God had sent birds to feed Elisha by a brook as he was hiding from Ahab and Jezebel. Then he went to a widow's house. The son died, and Elijah brought him back to life through the power of the Holy Spirit. What a tremendous miracle. Then, in the next lesson, we hear Elijah taking over 450 people who worship Baal, and he defeated them with a altar that caught on fire and burned everything, whereas their altar remained dry. And then that miracle ended up in the idols and their followers being burnt. Then we get to this, and we have a miracle right away where Elijah parts the Jordan with his cloak and then miraculously ascends into heaven in a fiery chariot and fiery horses. And Elisha takes the cloak and miraculously divides the Jordan. Now the people tell him that the city is pleasant, but the water is bad. So what does Elisha do? Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. They brought it to him. He went to the spring of water, threw salt in it, and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water, and from now on neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. And it says the water has been healed. And according to the word that Elisha spoke, which is very important for the children to understand that this whole lesson isn't really about Elijah as much as it is about the word of God that gave these promises. Now, Elijah, by the way, after he leaves Bethel, 
some small boys come out of the city and are making fun of him. Go up, you bald head, go up, you bald head, they cried out. And when he saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord. And two she-bears came out of the woods and tore 42 of the boys apart. And then Elisha went on to Mount Carmel. And from there, he returned to Samaria, doing the work of Elijah as his successor. So that was another kind of miracle of what happened to the boys and what happened to the water, where it became very clean and was able to grow crops again. So this is filled with God's word being spoken and being fulfilled. And therefore the children should realize that it's God's word that promises them the Holy Spirit in their baptism. And as they grow older and become confirmed that they receive the true body and blood of Jesus Christ under the forms of bread and wine, because that's the promise of God. Finally, what is the law and gospel of this lesson? Well, the law is pretty simple. Because we're sinful, because we like to be independent, we sometimes ignore the spiritual leaders that God has given to us. And, of course, that's happening in the United States quite a bit with people going against the morality of the Bible in many ways. And yet pastors strongly stand up and urge them, as John the Baptizer did, to realize that repentance is necessary. The gospel is that we see that God, through a particular process, can provide a faithful leader in our congregation who calls us to repentance and other leaders in the congregation who teach and do other things to reassure us that our sins are forgiven because of Jesus Christ. And that's the great hope that we have where we too will ascend into heaven in both spirit and body on the day of judgment. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. Thank you. We will be reviewing the movie The Exorcist Believer with Pastor Ted Geese after the break. week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we wrap up our adventure in Acts with shipwreck, events on Malta, Paul arrives in Rome, and Paul preaches the gospel in Rome, and then we dive back into Genesis with Genealogy of Seth. Join me 
Pastor Will Whedon, for the word of the Lord endures forever. Your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or on your favorite podcast provider. The Christian religion is not like a buffet line, a modern smorgasbord of beliefs offering a wide range of tempting choices. Rather, it is the good deposit handed down to us in the scriptures through the history of the church that we might believe and confess who Jesus Christ is. To learn more about Pick and Choose Religion, pick up your copy of the November issue of The Lutheran Witness. To subscribe, visit cph.org witness or learn more at our website witness.lcms.org. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Luther Academy provides additional theological education for our mission partners around the world, specifically pastors who are asking for additional education but do not have the necessary resources in their own church bodies. By donating to Luther Academy today, you will be supplying food, housing, books, professors, and travel for Lutheran pastors who attend our conferences. To learn more about Luther Academy and how you can donate today, visit lutheracademy.com. LutherAcademy.com. Teaching your student to read should not be complicated. Memoria Press's Phonics uses common sense and the classical approach with their First Start Reading program for the most effective and efficient way to teach your child how to read. If you're interested in learning more, visit them at memoriapress.com and use the coupon code LPR24 at checkout. Memoria Press. Saving Western Civilization, one student at a time. A mobile Lutheran Bible study. You're listening to Issues Etc. Thanks to the following congregations for standing with us by becoming an Issues Etc. congregational sponsor. Atonement Lutheran, Glendale, Arizona. Divine Savior Lutheran, Divine Texas. Grace Lutheran, Columbus, Indiana. Emmanuel Lutheran, Frankentrost, Michigan. Messiah Lutheran, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Our Savior Lutheran, Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. Redeemer Lutheran, Nashville, Tennessee. St. John Lutheran, Racine, Wisconsin. St. Paul Lutheran, New Haven, Indiana. And Trinity Lutheran, San Angelo, Texas. Find out how your confessional Lutheran church can support this worldwide outreach by including Issues Etc. in your mission or advertising budget. Just go to issuesetc.org, click Support Donate, and print a one-page flyer. When your congregation becomes an Issues Etc. sponsor, we'll publicize your church on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal.